Welcome to Beyond the Shelf. I'm Scott Curry with Chef's Best. We gather to talk about the trends in marketing, retail and production and food and beverage that are shaping the industry. We are joined today by entrepreneur Carly Sheehy. Carly is the founder of Global Grub, a very cool company that provides do-it-yourself cooking kits to create your own international cuisine from scratch using shelf-stable ingredients. Think mochi, sushi, tamales, that type of stuff. Prior to starting Global Grub over eight years ago, she was a freelance marketer and worked in account management for various advertising agencies. Carly, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Scott. Thanks so much for having me on. It's our pleasure. Uh, so re- as I said, really cool company, um, you know, capitalizing on, on what is a popular trend, but certainly uh, with its own little flavor and twist to it. Um, so what inspired you to, to start Global Grub? What, how did you uh, kind of come across this original idea? And then, of course, how did you decide to take the leap and uh, start your own company? Sure, sure. So my story starts about nine years ago. Along my cooking journey, I wanted to recreate the many wonderful foods I was enjoying during my travels abroad. I love to travel. Um, And then here in the Bay Area. But there were a lot of barriers, like finding the right recipe and figuring out the new technique and really the scavenger hunt to find those unique ingredients. And having to buy, you know, full bags or full jars when I only needed a little amount so that often would just sit in my pantry and go, go to waste. Um, but I love the actual cooking itself, just really being able to taste another culture in my kitchen and really being proud to create something um, that I was uh, proud to share with my family. So I just knew there had to be a better way. And that's when I had my aha moment um, to create these DIY cooking kits that really take care of the upfront process for you. So you can really focus on the cooking itself. Um, so I jumped ship from the corporate world, um, and launched Global Grub in 2012 and it's been a wild ride since then to say the least. <laughs> I'm sure it is. We'll, we'll dig into with that ride a little bit, uh, a little bit later. So, uh, you know, share for our listeners a little bit so they can, they can just better understand the, the types of creations that, uh, Global Grub allows for. And, and I think if I were one way to sum it up, it would be, food that you would only order out, right? That you just didn't even think about making from home. So let's, let's focus on sushi, right? I think all of us have had a dream of being a sushi master. Um, but you know, the process of, of creating sushi is a challenge. And as you said, you don't want to buy so many bulk ingredients, uh, and, and have leftover. So walking through just the, the, the sushi DIY, uh, yeah, what are some no. of the ingredients that are in there and why is it so difficult to make sushi on your own? If I, if I woke up today and said, honey, I'm going to make sushi tonight, what would that require versus what you're going to provide me? Great, great question. Yeah, so I mean, just to back up for a second, so the, like you said, the kits um, feature Goldbank's Scarlet Meals or Treats um, that aren't your ordinary things that you're just going to whip up, you know, like tonight, like you're saying. So each kit comes with the shelf stable ingredients and the key cooking tools and then home cooks add their fresh ingredients. So you can really make it yours. So for example, in the sushi kit, we have, um, this, the sushi rice, which is really important, right? But you don't necessarily want to buy a five pound bag when you're just starting out, right? So it has, um, the sushi rice, um, the nori seaweed sheets. It has the rice vinegar, um, that flavors the rice. It has, 
the sesame seeds, wasabi powder, and it has the bamboo rolling mat and then super detailed instructions. And then you just can add whatever fresh ingredients you want. So you can, you know, keep it simple, avocado, cucumber, or you can be extravagant and get all sorts of, you know, sushi grade fish. Um, it's really fun to get a spread of ingredients and then have everyone make their own combinations. Mm. But you know, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I think so many people love sushi and it's such a fun thing to make, but when you're trying it for the first time, you don't, really know what you're doing right you know you're kind of lacking that confidence and so we're we don't want to take away the process of you actually figuring out and making it from scratch but we're just kind of here to help you along with some of the harder to find ingredients and instructions but like not taking away from the process because we still want you to roll up your sleeves and really learn how to learn this new technique Hmm. and needless to say it's a great gift idea (laughs) that was uh, you know, when I heard about Global Grub, that was my first inclination was what a wonderful surprise type gift that you could give virtually anyone, uh, yeah. or, you know, have kids, not kids, uh, you know, just take fortune cookies as an example, like who wouldn't enjoy receiving that and saying, wow, I, I never thought of being able to make my own fortune cookies and, and here's an opportunity to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, thank you for calling that out. I mean, at the end of the day, like what we're trying to do is really provide this experience for people. Um, And so, yeah, it is, uh, Q4 is definitely our very busy season. Yeah, and and people are looking for experiences these days with with COVID and everything going on along that. Uh, You know, many companies associated with cooking at home saw an uptick during during the COVID lockdowns, and I, I believe that's continued. I know it's continued in my own household. So how have events in the past six months impacted your business growth? Uh, are, are, you, are you experiencing that type of uptick as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel so grateful to say that I have a business that is thriving during this quarantine life. I feel very fortunate. Um, to your point, not only are people cooking way more at home, but they're looking for these unique experiences. And we just happen to be a combination of both of those things. So definitely feel lucky that um, business is going well. We definitely had some hiccups with production right when this whole thing in March. Um, So uh, I think a lesson learned for me is I I use a a co-packer and that co-packer, you know, is used to make the product and they were slammed by, you know, employees not coming in and just not having the bandwidth to make the product. So I happened to have a secondary co-packer that I was using more so for the holiday to get through like the large holiday volumes. And so I was able to shift production to them and they were doing fine. So um, there was a little bit of a a period where we were trying to figure things out, but we were able to get through it. So it's always good to have backups. That's for sure. So there's some advice there from an entrepreneur at this for eight years, building redundancies, uh, you know, for, for any sorts of, whether it's just random supply chain reasons or, you know, you did not, I'm sure start January one expecting, you know, whatever your projected growth was, you, you find yourself in a business that uh, in, in many found themselves in this situation and you said grateful and, and, you know, I'm sure there's almost a hint of, of guilt there of, wow, I'm, you know, this just happened that I didn't expect on January one at the very least that I would have such a banner year. So you, you have to have those redundancies built in because you, you just never, what an example of you just never know what could happen. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. from, you know <laughs> bi- good luck buying a bicycle right now. I mean, there's no bicycles. Uh, you <laughs> right. know, Trek and in, in, in any other bicycle company, I'm sure did not wake up expecting 
right. you know, th- things like now I couldn't even buy a, a bike tire. I had to <laughs> get down the street. There's, we've been out for months. Um, but good on you for having the, the sense to have, you know, backup plans and redundancies in place so that you, you can capitalize on whatever comes along, uh, right. you know, and, and who knows what the next couple of years could bring. You mentioned uh, your, your sourcing. Um, we are, after all, all about flavor and high quality flavor at Chef's Best. So I wanted to ask about, you know, the ingredients and, and how you went about going from your aha moment to producing a viable company uh, and also ensuring, you know, high quality along the way, because I think, as you kind of alluded to, it's not, they're not always the easiest ingredients to, to find, you know, um, or, or to, to be purchasing uh, beyond, you know, a bulk situation. So, and, and if you look at your DIY recipes, there's, there's a lot of ingredients in each piece. Um, you're not just shipping, you know, two things. I think with the sushi, I, I think I counted seven or eight different things. So how did you go about the aha moment, getting to the point you had a viable company and ensuring that the, the ingredients that you were selecting for this, you know, were going to produce a, a, not only a great fun experience, but something that people could say, wow, that's good. Well, first of all, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> um, no, so um, yeah, it, it, basically I'm sourcing the ingredients in bulk. So I try to source them as locally and naturally as possible. Hmm. Um, so I start there. I think I think asking around for referrals has always been really helpful. So whether in the beginning, maybe I, I think I worked with more like distributors and they didn't have something. Um, I would kind of ask, oh, do you know somebody who has this? Um, and generally speaking now, I'm trying to go more direct to manufacturers like our um, sweet rice flour and our mochi kit is actually being produced for us custom in California and then shipped to us. So it's super fresh. Um, and then, but then sometimes with the sushi kit, our nori, that was just a product that I was using that I had bought from the store. And I just looked in the back and saw who manufactured it and just started reaching out to the manufacturers direct to say, Hey, is there any way you could do this, you know, this project on the side for me? Um, and you know, you'd be surprised. Um, that people are willing to be flexible and work with you. I mean, it's worth asking, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I think the main thing is um, for us trying to be local, n- as natural as possible, and reaching out direct to the manufacturers just to get high quality and very fresh product. And uh, going asking manufacturers in the business about other manufacturers, you know, just referrals. I think are great just in general, but especially with with in the food world. Um. And, and just looking at products that, that you have, that you're using, that you can get yourself and just reaching out direct. It, it sounds like those relationships and in, in, in particularly how direct a lot of them are served you well when you saw an uptick as well. You weren't, you know, four steps removed from, from the source. Um, so good on you for that. So why don't you walk through, walk through the different products. We, we, we've mentioned them a little bit here, but, uh, when I visit uh, your website, Global, Global Grub, what, what, what can I look at? What, can I, what are the types of products that I can buy? What are the costs? And what are kind of some of the expectations around sure. shipping? What's the experience sure. like that? 
Sure. So our kits range from about $28 to $32. Um, and so we talked about the sushi kit, which is a really fun one. That's one that I launched back in 2012. So that's been kind of a staple product for us. Of course, we've been through a thousand iterations of packaging <laughs> since then. Um, but uh, another one is our DIY mochi ice cream kit. And that one's particularly fun um, for families. I mean, who doesn't like ice cream, right? <laughs> so um, handheld ice cream. Um, you can make 32 uh, mochi ice cream balls with that one. And you're literally just adding your favorite ice cream and some sugar. So that one's really fun. And it's so interesting when you, you can do all the product research in the world um, and you just don't know when you launch something, if it's going to be a hit or not. So with the Mochi kit, we launched that one two years ago and it's been such a hit and it really kind of took our business to the next level. Mm-hmm. That one's definitely a bestseller. I think it also opened up uh, the company to more, um, another target of, of being like a family friendly kind of experience as well. Right. And then we just launched a DIY fortune cookie kit, which you mentioned, which is a really fun one. Um, Just to be able to, a lot of people have had fortune cookies, right? But they never actually thought of making it themselves. Um, And so that one is really fun, actually relatively easy to make, really fun. And then just to be able to personalize it with your own messages for your family and friends, uh, you you can have a lot of fun with that one. (laughs) <laughs> so so does it come with pre-written fortunes or are you responsible for creating your own destiny oh good question it comes with both so it okay. comes with 60 pre-written ones and some of them are like uh little lines and blanks so you can write in certain uh certain words that you want and then it comes with the completely blank one so you can go all out and do your own thing um but yeah that one's that one's really fun and that one's brand new um just launched this summer I'm sure that that'll be successful. So I, I have to ask, in, in a massive amount of ignorance here, do you insert the paper in before you cook the cookies or after? I've always wondered this, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sure others are laughing at me now, but I've always no, wondered good, when do you do it? <laughs> oh, it's a good question. It's like chicken or the egg, right? Like, yeah. You actually make the batter um, in like little round circles. You put it in the oven, and then when it comes out, you quickly put the paper on, and then you fold it up. Okay. You have to work quickly because um, when it sets and hardens, that's it. It's not. It's not very forgiving. But yeah, no. Good question, right? It's, it's yeah. Well, now we 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 support not burning down the house as well. So right. Uh, <laughs> oh got, my! Oh my! <laughs> we got that one. Then you have tamales as as well, correct? Tamales is a really fun one. That's also one that I originally launched as well. That's a seasonal item, but that's a super fun one that you can customize with other, whatever fillings you want, but it comes with the masa and the corn husk um, and the spices. So not things that you normally would have sitting, sitting in your pantry. You must be thinking about what's next too. And if you don't want to give it away feel free, but can you maybe point us to an area of the globe that you must be thinking next? You know, I've been, I've been asked that question a couple of times. <laughs> January 1st, because it's so crazy right now. I can't even, I love innovation. Innovation is my favorite part of the business. Um, but right now it's just, we're like, it's so deep in production. So I can't even, <laughs> I can't even, <laughs> you can't even go there. So I'd like to ask, you know, whenever we have an entrepreneur on here uh, to pick your brain a little bit and uh, w- some advice, what, what are some lessons you learned along the way and, and wish you knew eight, nine years ago when you began this journey? What, What do you wish Carla Sheehy knew uh, that was unexpected and and what would you offer as advice to any entrepreneur that's out there? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so I think I talked about this before, just having backup options. And that's been not only with my certain, the circumstances right now, but just throughout the years, you know, if you rely on one supplier and all of a sudden something happens to them and then you don't have a backup, it can really mess things up. So I think having backup options, multiple suppliers, multiple co-packers, you don't want to depend on any one person, right? Um, mm. So I think that's huge. Um, I will say production, you know, that has been something when I started this company, I had, I was renting out a, a 300 square foot bakery and I was using it during the nights, um, in the evenings. And then I got to a place where we just couldn't do it. I could only rope in my family and friends so much to help me out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I moved to Copacker, which actually has been a good thing for me personally, because then I could work on other aspects of the business. Um, but I've been through quite a few co-packers. I think I'm on my fifth or sixth one. So I think what would, what I wish I would have known is, I mean, the co-packer is so critical for making your product, right? Arguably the most important relationship in, in, for my business. But I think it's important to find a co-packer that not only can do your products, it has to be the right packaging, right? But they have to be the right size. So I think when I first went to my first co-packer, they were way too big. And it was, it was like, I was too small for them and I wasn't getting the attention I needed. And then I went to another co-packer that was too small and they couldn't grow with me. So I think finding someone that not only does your packaging, it's like a marriage. I mean, not only do you get along with them, not only do do they do your specific take of packaging and product, but finding one that's going to be the right size for where you want to take the business next, not forever, but like making sure there's room for growth. Um, and they can give you the attention you need. Are you um, suggesting we need backup options in our, in our marriage? <laughs> I mean, you, you, <laughs> that's funny. Um, all right. So let's talk about how folks can find you. There's globalgrub.com. Uh, it, it's spelled just like it sounds. So globalgrub.com. Uh, you are on uh, Instagram as well, and that's at Global Grub, and then Facebook as well. Is there any other way that people should find you or be aware if they want to check out your products? I do know you have free shipping on orders over $65, so that's a, a great option out there as well. But yeah, how no, you, people find and connect with you? Yeah, you said the great ones. Our website, globalgrub.com, and we're mostly on Instagram um, under Global Grub. And can I just add one final um, other piece of advice I just wanted to mention? Absolutely. I think just being flexible and rolling with the punches and just being in a perpetual state of like growing and evolving and learning is so important. I, uh, there were a couple of years in the middle there where I, I was super close to throwing in the towel, right? Cause it was just, it wasn't going necessarily the, the, the way I wanted it to. And I just look back at that now with business going well, that I'm so grateful that I stuck it out and kind of just changed things, tried new things and, pivoted and just stuck through it. So I think just, just try to like roll with the punches as much as you can and just be flexible and and know that it's not going to go your way. I mean, food business is so hard, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm just personally very grateful that I was able to like stick it out through a couple of rough years. You have to be willing to embrace the process, right? Just learn, iterate, move on, learn, iterate, move on. Exactly. Um, That's some great advice there. Well, Carly, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, really cool, innovative company. Um, I, I would suggest just a great example of 
uh, you know, the, the DIY concept obviously isn't yours in itself, but you took a look at it and said, how can I be innovative within this growing category? Uh, you managed to do so and timing perfect as well. Um, you know, fun for families, fun as a gift. Uh, you would think with the holiday season, this is a good way as well to just, you know, if you are going to be gathering with family to do something a little bit different, um, what a, what a great opportunity as well. So, uh, Scott, we, you're like the perfect salesman. You're hired. Well, it's cool company. I, it's, it's not hard. To, I want to do it. <laughs> I've got to get some. Um, we're, uh, you know, sick of cooking sugar cookies around here. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe fortune cookies would be next. Uh, I, although I want to do the sushi too. I think that's a really cool idea. So I'll make sure we get you some. Yeah, it's easy easy to support, uh, you know, a nice person that is got a really cool company that's growing. Hey, that's what we're all about. So thank you. Uh, check them out, Global Grub. Thank you again, Carly. Wish you the best of luck. Uh, keep cranking along and, and hope you have a good holiday season with it as well. Thank you so much and stay well. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Shelf, presented by Chef's Best. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your episodes. For more details about all of our episodes from inside the ever-changing food and beverage industry, visit chefsbest.com.